Hey guys, my name's Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I would look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. Also, don't forget to check out my website, josenaharo.com, to get more free info and information on my podcast. So let's begin. So like always, I'm going to use this website known as LazyFA.com, which allows me to look at all these financial numbers in an easy visual form. Today, we're going to take a look at GIS. All right, guys. So today, we're going to take a look at GIS, General Mills. Just for those that don't know this company, they sell a lot of snacks, baking goods, ice cream, yogurts, and other consumer foods. Just so you guys understand the company we're looking at today. Okay guys, so here we're on the income statement of GIS. They reported their earnings most their most recent earning was mid-December, so about a month, two months ago. We still have some time for the next earnings, so it's definitely a good time to take a look at their revenue. We're gonna look at the quarter data, at the quarterly data opposed to the annual data, just because the annual data does not end until March. I believe is that March March or April so we still have time so might as well just look at the quarterly data for now so here um, quarterly data we can see revenue has been pretty flat it's been increasing little by little but but not that much for example this past quarter we had a 4.41 billion dollar revenue same time last year was 4.2 billion dollars so an increase of about 0.2 billion dollars cost of revenue has also been increasing almost at a similar chart to revenue itself we can see here they follow the same pattern this year cost of revenue this quarter was 2.9 billion same time last year was 2.75 an increase of almost 0.15 billion where revenue increased 0.2 billion so it seems like this revenue and cost of revenue growth is almost a one-to-one ratio Pretty close to it and we can see the gross profit seems to be pretty flat throughout the past few quarters right now it's at 1.51 billion and it does not like we can see through these charts it doesn't seem like it's growing it's it seems to be at a peak average compared to other quarters next we're going to take a look at net income and earnings per basic share which are pretty much the same the same information we see just in different ratios so the only thing net income here we had one outlier in 2018 when they reported for their february 25th so here we can see we have this outlier it's one i really won't take a look at but if we look at the overall trend outside of those we can see that here we have we have a downtrend happening in net income so the, as a result we have that downtrend happening in earnings per basic share next we're going to take a look at red flags which is something lazy fa does at first we're just going to see the same charts we just saw and just uh, um, differently grouped together here we can see revenue versus cost of revenue we can see it's been pretty flat the past two years um, let's take a look actually at the quarterly data same thing here right pretty flat throughout the past past few years and we can see that gross profit it seems to be pretty flat as well so to me this company has not been growing over time let's take a look at gross and profit margins 
So here, gross margin, again, pretty average compared to itself, and profit margins. Actually, profit margins, to me, seems to be having this downtrend happening here. Right now, it's actually a 7.8, where last quarter was 9.6, the previous quarter was 9.1, and we can see most of the quarters have a gross profit margin, a profit margin of over 9%, where this year, this quarter was a 7.8%. That's honestly something I do not want to see, especially for something so low in profit margins to have margins decrease over time. So here, Lacey FA gives us two red flags. The first one is just telling us that revenue growth is growing at a slower pace compared to cost of growth. So cost of growth is growing faster than revenue. And that's something we did mention and we saw. And that's why we have that pretty flat line gross profit maybe a little downtrend happening the next red flag is giving us is top to the bottom line alert this is actually a pretty good flag that i was just reading through and this alert is telling us that on average revenue growth and net income growth should be growing at a similar pace but here that's not happening here we have net income growing even though revenue is not growing so that's that's pretty fishy and it's just telling us hey guys this is pretty fishy i don't understand why revenue is not growing but at the same time net income is growing so that's just one of the flags those are the two flags lazy fa is giving us right now next we'll take a look at the balance sheet here in the balance sheet like always right we'll take a look at the quarterly data and i can see already i don't like what i'm looking at so even though total assets have increased from almost a year ago, three quarters ago, it was $22.24 billion. Now it's about $30.3 billion, an increase of $8 billion in assets. But we can see liabilities also increasing at that same time where liabilities was $16.09 billion and now it's sitting at twenty-two. billion. Point eight six billion, so an increase of over six billion dollars, where assets increase by eight billion dollars. That I don't like to see. That's like again, it's almost growing at that one on one ratio, which is pretty scary. And here we can see why the total liabilities is increasing. We have this total debt jump. The past three quarters, it has seemed to be paying it off shortly but slowly, and a little too slowly for me. In three quarters ago. February 25th of 18, total debt was $9.62 billion. Now it's at $15.26 billion, over an increase of about 60%. Payables and receivables are here, and I don't like to see that payables money coming out is definitely higher than the amount of money coming in. And we can see over time here, payables have just payables has just been increasing and increasing and increasing, where right now they're paying about 2.8 billion dollars per quarter where they're only receiving about 1.72 billion dollars per quarter cash and cash equivalents again we see that downtrend happening it, it it is uptrending from the past three quarters but it's still a downtrend from its average of where it is supposed to be so on average it seems it's somewhere around 800 to six seven hundred million dollars Right now, it's sitting at $532 million. So it is increasing its cash and cash equivalents. But this past past few quarters, how it dropped, it dropped over 50% is, is a scary thing. Next, let's take a look at the balance sheet again. We have some red flags here. We'll take a look 
at total assets and total liabilities here we can see in the quarterly how assets and revenue and liabilities are increasing both at the same time shareholder equity has been pretty flat it dipped down and it has increased over time so that's good to see that it has been increasing but it's still pretty flat to where it was in 2012. next we'll take a look at the asset distribution and liability distribution i don't really like right now we're taking a look at the asset distribution sorry let's take a look at the quarterly i don't like how intangibles are worth this much growth and how intangibles grew from 13.4 billion dollars to 21 billion dollars to me this is looking pretty scary that assets grew that much on intangibles the, that's actually 70 almost 75 percent of the asset distribution i would not like to see an asset distribution where 75 percent of my assets are intangibles why couldn't it be cash or cash equivalents or current investments or something else but that to me is ridiculous and i'm not liking it at all here we can see this non-current debt current debt being 61 percent of this company 61 percent of the company's non-current debt and 15 percent is current debt of 3.15 billion dollars so the just debt alone makes up about 76 77 percent of of this company's liability distribution and 73 percent makes up intangibles that to me is ridiculous and it's definitely I'm, I'm, I, i've already made my decision this to me is definitely a pass i would not touch myself not touch gis anytime soon here we have some red flags right here is telling us this red flag is telling us exactly what i was just mentioning intangibles should not be total assets they should not be worth 71 percent of total assets again and here is telling us growth outweighs liability growth is outweighing asset growth so it's saying liabilities is growing at a faster rate than than assets so yes, this is one of the scariest things I've seen. Then let's see what other flags is giving us. It's giving us a debt growth that debt load is increasing dramatically. Next, oof, I mean, we already have the answer to this question, but let's just keep looking. Maybe they might have something we don't know, right? So cash flow statement. Here we have cash flow statement. Net cash flow statement is on the positive side but it's pretty low money at 789 billion dollars we can see it's been pretty average compared to the previous quarters it's not really gaining or losing so take that to that next we'll take a look at metrics metrics price to earning ratio has decreased that's i guess a good thing but i'm pretty sure it's just company uh, people do not want to buy this company just because how bad it looks look at its debt to equity ratio has increased over time so if you guys let's just take a quick look at overview right let's take a look a quick overview revenue right revenue revenue pretty flat cost of revenue pretty flat gross profit pretty flat over the over the map net income seems to be decreasing have a downtrend and so the same thing we see that earnings per basic share if we take a look at red flags we see here that profit margins have decreased quarter to quarter last quarter was one of the worst quarters in some time 
at about 7% profit margins compared to its normal 9% profit margin. Next, we take a look at balance sheet. Balance sheet, oh look, assets have increased dramatically over time, but that assets is 75% intangibles. So to me, nonsense. Liabilities have increased 75%, about 75% of liabilities is current and non-current debt. Non-current debt is about 63%, where current debt is about 15% or so, like I mentioned earlier. Cash and cash equivalents have been dropping. This company barely has any cash compared to what it normally used to have. It would have somewhere around 600 to 800 billion. Right now, it has 532 billion. It's not collecting much money from receivables and it's throwing a lot of money away from unpayables compared to receivables. With cash flow statement, it does have a positive cash flow statement. Um, again, it looks pretty flat compared to, to pre, um, compared to all the years. And finally, we'll take a look at metrics. Metrics price to earnings ratio is going down, so that means this stock is pretty cheap compared to 2015, but something this bad should definitely be cheap. Debt to equity ratio has increased, again, dropping, dropping the need for this company. Profit margins year to year, this past year was 8, 13%. But if we look at quarterly, that was due to one outlier in 2012 that gave that huge profit jump. That to me is definitely a scary thing. And um, we, didn't, we have not seen that ever again. So to me, GIS will be 100% pass. I am not touching this with a 10-foot pole. So I, <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did. GIS, like I mentioned, for me would be a pass. I wonder what's going to be for you. Guys, Put post on the comment. Let me know what you guys are going to do with GIS. Again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button um, to get info on new information, new episodes. And don't forget to check out my website, josenaharo.com, to get more free content. Have a good day, guys, and see you next time.